3: If you could say anything, because you fuck when he writing y'all, I'm sure y'all ups and downs, y'all y'all childhood friends. What do you think is the one thing he will regret? The one thing? Um,
4: going to uh, the Mike Tyson fight, <laughs> uh, going out to Vegas that weekend.
3: Oh, I'm losing But pot.
4: then you got to remember, you're talking to somebody that believe when it's your date is wrote on the wall. I believe God knows there's a date written on the wall um, yeah. of when I'm going to die. We don't know when it is, but I believe he. we all got a date. And I and, and I believe and, the only and, way we can get that date changed is by they say striking our parents. Say that um, again. By hitting our parents, they say that's one of the the ways we lose our date or our, our date can now change that we lose days off our lives.
5: Yeah, by um, by raising your hand to your parents. Yeah, the Bible says
3: that that you like your days to be short on this earth. Oh wow! Um, if it's if it's one thing. When I think of Suge, a lot of the times and, and I'd be worried about is um, I think when Dre left. I think I think him and Dre. Oh, okay. okay come back on a, We just edited it. Okay, so I think when when him and Dre specifically kind of fell apart, that was the end of Death Row. Not Las Vegas. Las Vegas is um, Las Vegas, I think it became obvious to everybody else. She when when it happened to Pac, oh, shit, let me scoot over here. When that happened more to Pac, like, I think that was the world's notice that Death Row was in, tr- like, it was over. Because you knew at that point it wasn't gone. That it was yeah. never going to be able to recover.
6: Like, yeah. the time frame wasn't...
3: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Peter.
6: Also, the time frame isn't quite... It's more condensed. But just, like, looking back at it, from now, and even at the time, it was like like the nucleus, like the band had broken up at that point. It was Pac Row, you know. Hey, yeah, G, I'ma tell it, you it was right now, it was t- chapter 2
5: i G, I'm gonna tell you right now, you should probably keep Reggie on here for a couple of hours, like he'll stay on here so we can okay. cut it up. Let
3: me put Reggie back in.
5: Can you hear
3: me? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. you. Yeah. I hear you now.
4: Okay, sorry about that guy.
3: Gotta drop your camera though. Hold on, no, no, we got to switch you, switch him around switch me around right cool. there you go okay there you go yeah so um
6: let's slide over oh
3: yeah i agree with you but i agree with you with that and and pac was prolific in the sense that you could tell he knew he was gonna die young. yeah and and he did things to um he was a little bit more prepared than everybody <laughs> gave him credit for like he talked about it real early it was weird how him and biggie were so infatuated with death, you know what I mean? Like, so much conversation about death. You know what I mean, like, well, the tongue speaks life and death, little bro. Well, also, mm-hmm. I just don't. I think some people know that they're not here forever. No, but you know what I mean. Sit,
5: and, and that's biblical, Riggs. Would you tell them if you sit up and talk about? Dying no, I, I, day, I know,
3: I know, I know, bring I know. You gotta play yourself. No, I know. I totally get it. I'm just saying. Sometimes people know they're going to die. Like something about Nip, right? Is he talked like that? You know, like, he knew death wasn't far for him. You know what I'm saying? And he prepared for it as well. And I think that's the same thing with Pac. Pac prepared for it. Um, I was explaining to the homie. I was explaining to the homie, right, that um, he was asking me about, you know, because I, I messed with Nip and Kendrick, and he was asking me how did I compare them? And I always say, like, um... Some people ask me, did I do I get Kendrick from Pac? And I'm like, nah, that's more Nip. Nip and Pac were, you know, when I read the stuff Pac was about and talk to people that knew him over time, it's the same energy I get about Nip. I mean, Pac was very, how do I say it? Like, it was he was very purposeful. He didn't waste moments. Nip is the same way, you know what I mean? Outside of like, Nip, like, writing a verse and shit and taking some time, but he was purposeful. If he was going to say it, it was going to have some meaning.
5: Well, you got you know to mean? think about it, bro. Um, Nip and Pac both shared a similar thing, that they were both really eloquent. They both kind of, like you said, they didn't waste time. It was like they was on a mission, and you, you know, if you think about um, the way just Tupac came into this world, you know, he's the son of a Black Panther. His mama's a Feeney Secure, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just the way he came up, man, he was like, you know, he, you know, he, what he did on this planet in this short time was real great, you know.
3: Yeah, 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 you
5: know, he achieved a lot of stuff. He put out a lot of records. His output was real high, and you're right, it was almost like he was preparing to go. You know, how somebody yeah. know he about to go to prison, like you know, how um, 03 Greedo is that his name? Yeah, he made all those records, all before them projects. He went to prison. Yeah, 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 he dropped all them projects because he knew I'm gonna be gone for a while and I could feed my family while I'm and going that's out how pop was. Us. Yeah, yeah, so and and and, and, and
3: if you listen to other people around him talk, whether was Snoop. Daz, corrupt outlaws any of those guys they all talk about him like yo we in here we need to go we need to go get, let's get this shit done like he knew he was in a rush he knew well, he was in a rush sound like, you know and this ain't no knock against the outlaws but a
5: lot of them records sound like they couldn't keep up with him
3: well they remember they were still kids they still mm-hmm. were kids to a degree like the outlaws were like babies like I was listening to uh to cuz talk the other day um What's Brody's name? Um, Napoleon. Napoleon talked the other day, and they were like kids. Mm-hmm. Like, Pac was 25. Them dudes were like 17, 16, and 18 and shit. Correct. Yeah, and I ain't saying that to say they sounded bad, but you could tell. like No, Pac no. Was, they you know sound they sounded like they were 16, 17, 18, and Pac yeah, exactly. sounded like he had been a veteran of his business and in, in, in the arts for years. You know what I mean? Them dudes sound like dudes that was they weren't Tupac. Tupac was trained to be the nigga he was as an artist and as just a voice in the community. Like he was trained to be, like he went to artistic schools. His parents was paying everything about his life was set up to be as theatrical as it was. Everything about
5: it. You know, he was a thespian. He was an artist. He was a poet, you know, so he had, um, he just had a whole different feel to me. And that's why I tell people when a conversation come up on who the best rapper was between him and Biggie, and I see it's comparing apples and oranges because Pac had so much emotion. That's why people are more drawn to him. You know, you can see people. Well, with neither, neither, neither God,
3: neither God. Snoop is the greatest hip hop artist of all time. Oh yeah. Um, you can't knock that. Well, only because Pac didn't have as much time. Mm-hmm. You know, then then no, so we, we'd be in a different greatest, conversation. Though. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. tell you a story real quick, bro.
5: You remember um, me and Big Psych when I was going out to Dubai, right? Yeah. So I was at the laundromat, and uh, and I was in Dubai at the laundromat, the hotel laundry, and the lady said, oh, you have really nice linen. Are you an entertainer? You know them people that, that appreciate nice shirts and stuff. She was like, this one just collared shirt I had, she said, this is very nice. Are you an entertainer? And I said, yeah, I make music. What kind? You know, do you play guitar? Do you do this? Oh, no, I rap. She said, I know one rapper. My favorite Snoop Doggy Snoop Dogg. Dog, and this one was about seventy five years old. Dog in Dubai, she said Snoop Damn. Doggy Dog. Snoop is that guy, Snoop was man, more that...
4: worldwide as an artist. Yeah, he Snoop known is, worldwide. and he's known that for being be a, a rapper. Garth Brooks, yeah, he beat Garth Brooks for Album of the Year in nineteen ninety
3: five. And Garth Brooks was that nigga. Garth Brooks on Michael Jackson Hills. Garth exactly. Brooks has sold some records. Um, did you ever feel like Suge was hurt? By everything that was going on and the bullshit people were saying about him, even the people he looked out for, it,
4: it hurt him. It hurt him that he was. I mean, I know, I like know he
3: ain't. I'm not saying did he cry. None, of, no, that's not how we get down. But I'm saying, I know he had to feel like, damn, like I did all this shit for niggas and it's fucked me, huh?
4: It it, it hurt him, especially in 2005, 2006. You know, after the bankruptcy and stuff, and how people. You know, he felt like he had to push up on people to help him out and look out where he felt like if anybody asked or just reached out, he would always reach out. That's how Lil and Park got that relationship. Everybody think he went up there with a motor. He was just putting some money on Park books. That was the only thing he was thinking about. He didn't know until he went up there and met with him that was a possibility about a pill bond and all of that. You know, nobody. We don't know about appeal bonds getting out on hell nah. Appeal
3: bonds. I, when you about think that. when you think about his case, it's so un-California that that exactly. thought had to be crazy to hear him say like people don't know when Pac died. He's out on bail. Like, listen to the first line of his first line of California love like out on, out on bail. Like he got killed. Like as, as that project is released, he got killed seven months later. Like he's on bail, so. It was crazy if somebody made a good point. I don't, I think it was you or somebody else. They was like, yo, they He's both would have went two. to Well, He's they both would have went back to jail based off mm-hmm. of what happened at the casino. They yeah, both would have went back it. to jail.
4: They would have, both of them. But the thing yeah. about it is nobody would have known about it if that wouldn't have happened, that they wouldn't have got shot. Orlando didn't mm-hmm. report itself. Of course they didn't not. know who Orlando was until two or three days later, once Compton P D got involved.
5: Yeah, it was
3: like oh, we know him.
5: Yeah, you know what would have happened, though, man, and it's unfortunate. You know, we was just entering that era where people were sending reports out from the casino, you know, videos and all that stuff. It would have took somebody to turn that video in from the casino to say, okay. Um, Regs, I, I want to ask you one question. This is kind of important. You know, you guys did some amazing stuff, and I don't think people understand sometimes the magnitude of what Death Row meant yeah. to the music
3: industry because no one is connected No, no, and, and not to the music industry, to the arts. To the arts, like because these no niggas, one has like y'all did yet. It's like these niggas are Shakespearean. I, I get it. It doesn't seem like they they go together, but if you understand what arts is, they represent what Shakespeare represents to art. Like who, that's who was
4: the first one to do high budget videos? Who was the first team that put out their little movie that they did on Murder Was the Case? Who's the first people that was walking around wearing their record labels on their necks? You know who was the first ones that did a rap CD, double CD. You know I'm saying? Exactly. Rick, 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 let me ask you a question. that nobody was doing back in the day. Let me that ask you Everybody's doing these
3: days. sugar so cold, man.
5: I you keep telling no everybody. Credit. Marketing genius. Hmm? Rex, let me ask you a question, bro. You know, we do a lot of work together, and I know, you know, you say some funny stuff sometimes. It'd be true, it'd be funny, and some people get mad. Do you ever think? Do you ever see a time where you could sit down with Snoop and get with Dash and all them guys and y'all reconciliate, man? Just because y'all did so much great shit together, you think that's possible? Who knows what you do when you're old? Because
4: by the time should get out, he'll be seventy years old, so he might have a different yeah. mindset.
5: Well, I'm not but even talking it. about Shug so much right now. I think you know that's something that's a little ways off. I'm talking about now, like if you could sit down with with Snoop. And Daz possibly and just you know, because I heard you and Daz was real tight at one time. They had to. Yeah, be. We were. Um you got you guys were running the label When you
4: out, I'm gonna reach out to Dad. When you took over to the label, cool dad, but it's no I have no benefit for him right now in in in, in his life, and he really has no benefit for me in my life. Only time people really get back together is when you have um a benefit. to each, each other. other. We can look mm-hmm. at Michael Jordan and Pippen. You see how they're going at each other right now? But well, trust me, they're gonna Somebody gonna reach out and, and make them do something but it's gonna have to be beneficial to one of them or or both of them in order to do it but that's generally when people unfortunately reach out to each other Deaths or when one need to profit or benefit off the other
3: if 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 you had to say it was an artist that that should sign right so right this is when you run in the label right so this is when y'all put out so you're 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 part of putting out revenge, retaliation, and get back,
4: right? I was in charge of the album dealing with priority.
3: Okay, so when I mean, you when,
4: you know Daz did all the production and picked the yeah, actors.
3: obviously, 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 yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, if it was an artist that Shug told you to sign, he said, "Hey, sign this person." He was like, "Why the hell would we sign this person? Who is that person?" All right.
4: Well, the only artist that we signed while I was in charge we Did a whole bunch from Texas, and the main reason we did that from the, the guys from Texas was number one, I had a good relationship with the realists, so, so I'm not going to say the realist. That's what a lot of people no, wanted yeah, to yeah. say the realist for no. Top Dog. Top Dog had that song Going Back to Cali, um, where he just sure, he diss, sure, uh, yeah. Uh, Top Biggie Dog on. was
3: Snoop and the realist was Pop, but, but that's not uncommon. Like, you know, once Biggie died, Puff Sign Shine, correct? You know, you, you it's, and, it's and a sonic void, New it's kind of not crazy.
4: The dude from, um. What was the one that the DJ Quick and had signed? Uh, Mossberg. 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 You yeah. know, so so people were into that at the uh, at the at the time. But the artist that um well the album that we shouldn't have put out was of course Mr. Lay, Mr. Lay's album. We knew that wasn't ready. Babyface told us, and he told me he wished me the best of luck with it when, when we put that album out. So we knew that album wasn't ready. Um, but uh Crooked Eye was the best signing, in my opinion, that 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 I got um, during my my tenure. Uh, and I got him from Big C Style. And orders artist that I should have gave a break to that we didn't, that I wish would have got the first chance as a solo artist, was this artist called Superfly. He had some good songs that was under Daz.
3: Um, oh, the, the dog pound, Superfly, that yeah, fuck with Snoop and Daz. Okay.
4: The one that I shouldn't have signed would be another guy that Daz brought to us. But the reason why we signed him because I told Suge we I told Shug the wrong name. Well, when I told him the name, he thought I was talking about Mac Moore, and I and I was talking about Mac Sean.
3: <laughs> oh <laughs> so yeah, we, we got yeah.
4: confused on. So that might have been the artist that probably wouldn't have got signed. Um, but he had a lot of production done by DAS, and um. So that's the only reason we mainly signed him. Plus, him and Dad's are real tight. Matter of fact, I think they're still tight as a, as, as today. Um, you know, we did some people like VK and Doobie and all of them. But sure. they had rolled a lot of stuff on Dre's album for Doc because they was up under the DOC. And so we mainly went after them and signed them. This a group named Del Dog and all of them. Signed them because we was going to go out to the publishing because they were telling us how they had rolled all this stuff. And DOC got credit for it and Dre got credit for it. And um we were gonna use them to uh go after them on some publishing some publishing money. Mm-hmm. So other than that, they I can't say any that we shouldn't have signed. I just think we should have. I wish the re, the relationship with, with myself and dads would have stayed better. But, you know, once he saw his his cousin get slapped on that just messed up everything. Um and then um who got Snoop that we should have put out would have been Superfly and Crooked Eye, in my
3: opinion.
5: Riggs, you just can't say that didn't give us no context. Who got? He's slapped? talking about the situation with them
3: and Snoop. Okay, I, I as, know. As, that's as, why he cast Sure, we done told
4: it about three times on his show. Yeah, and yeah. show he don't even listen to it. He don't yeah, even exactly. listen to his own show.
3: No, he's just an asshole. That's messy. <laughs> hey, that's and an I want to tell you too, messy.
4: Norm. Popeye's run out of chicken out here too. You talking about. You said it only happened in the ghetto. My wife went to Popeyes uh, last week and they were
5: out. But if that's your main thing, how the hell do you run the chicken? I do want to. <laughs>
3: that's like McDonald's running know, out of burgers.
5: me and you fuck yeah, around a lot tough. about it. me and you being friends. We don't, we talk about so much stuff. I don't never sit up and ask you death row questions. I got a couple of true or false things.
3: I, I, I really want to focus on Sug, man. I don't really yeah. want to talk about death row.
5: Let me get this off Defra real quick. Roy, oh, go ahead go, ahead, go ahead, go <laughs> ahead. Yeah, I know, but I hate
3: that he don't really get his love. I, I, this, this,
5: I this is a Suge yeah. question. Because yeah. there's so much innuendo out there about Suge. He's like the boogeyman of hip-hop, right? Now, did Suge Knight really um, get off in Jermaine Dupree? One more time. Did Suge Knight and Jermaine Dupree really have a problem? Did he make Jermaine Dupree do some things? Did he have
4: problems with who? Big <laughs> Norm, I'm sorry. Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree. Did he have problems with Jermaine Dupree?
5: Yeah, because it well, was a rumor going he took
4: around. Lil Bow was still signed to us when he did it. And I, he could have had me at any time uh sue Jermaine Dupree if he really wanted to. Because Lil Bow was technically signed to death row when um uh, when uh, when he put him out. So if he really wanted to go up to Jermaine Dupree, he could have. Um so I don't think so. Um
5: and my I don't remember he was at party when his
4: boy, Big Jake, got killed. So he got on the plane to fly to Atlanta to go support him. Hmm. Um, okay, I okay. I can't say that he ever had anything bad to say about JD.
5: Now, did Andre Harrell get hands put on him? I'm sorry, Andre Harrell.
4: No, Andre Harrell made him look good with uh, Casey and JoJo and um and Mary J when he was running uptown. Listen, Shug didn't have to to do,
3: Shug didn't have to do everything. Like, uh, he's a lot more intelligent and smart than people give him credit. He's not, it's not just muscle. Like he, you have to be smart. You can't, you could bully your way into the business, but you can't bully your way into success. It's just not, you eventually have to know some shit. So I, I think like, because we don't have people really giving him his credit for the things he was able to do. Like, when you hear the story about the whole Vanilla Ice thing, you don't realize he's retrieving publishing for, for someone chocolate. that says stole something. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like he just goes and takes Vanilla Ice publishing like he just punked it. No, he made sure something that a brother wrote, he got it. He got credit for it. Because was he, was he, to to
4: he was telling Chocolate to go pound sand until that happened.
3: Wow.
4: You know, wow. chocolate is the one that came to him. That's why I always call them. people got mad when I called him Captain Sablehole for me. That's how Shook was. Shit, all Shook problems came behind going to bat for other people.
3: Listen, one of the last few times, like I was talking to him, he was hanging with Chris Brown. Right? And no disrespect to Chris, like, right? But I was like, bro, why is you hanging with this nigga? Like, why is you fucking with this? I asked him, like, and if you asking me to will tell you. It's like, why is you hanging with him? And these dudes ain't on our caliber. No disrespect to CB, but like, you know, he not from the cut. He not from the land. And he's like, yeah, i I'm just trying to do something. I'm like, man, I wouldn't be hanging. I'm not, you know, hanging around nobody from out of town. You know what I mean? That's like a successful entertainer trying to do what we do. You know what I mean, no, again, it's one of them things where I just never liked him being around certain people. Because to me, he's worth he's worth preserving. Like, he means something to all of our childhood that came but up in our era. The reason why I asked you about Wavy, because
4: I knew, well, I saw Wavy. Last time I saw Wavy, we was at a, a video shoot at the Malute's house uh, mm-hmm. for Lil Wayne video shoot. i seen Vegas. that.
3: Me and, and me and Shug was tussling and playing in the front yard. I was there. You was,
4: so I was the one that was with him when yeah. we were just walking around. That was just me and yeah. him. Me and him was the only two there. Yeah. But my point to say all of that, he was really hanging around Lil Wayne because he was trying to get Lil Wayne to come to him. Shig was looking for that saving. He wanted to save. He needed an artist at that time. And so if he was hanging around. That's why him and Irv Gotti fell out. Most people don't know. He was trying to snatch Irv. He was trying to snatch Ja Ru from Irv Gotti. He was just trying Repeat to find somebody William to Park. get him back over.
1: We eventually said got about Juvenile. And
4: we all know how that kind of worked out. Not well. P.D. Pablo. Uh, when P.D. Pablo came around. Kind of messed that deal up for him and Nina. How, how, Nina, how did
3: how did he mess up the Petey Pablo deal? I always wondered with that.
4: Well, because he went up there and demanded more money for Petey Pablo, and they said, you know what? And they put him on the shelf. Petey Pablo had that hot song, that helicopter song, and a song with um yeah, Little John song. Yeah, yeah, I'm but he had a good, so he was ready for his sophomore album. And then when they went in there, and made all type of uh, demands. The record label was like, we don't need to deal with you. It wasn't until he left Shug that they put out another song on him. I don't know if they ever dropped the album, but I know they did another single after that.
5: And you know, that's so unfair because at the end of the day, you have to say, you can say that Shug was one of the greatest music execs of all time. And you have to put him right up there with Barry Gordy. You I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I, wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I
3: wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go as far as Barry Gordy. I'm gonna put Barry well, Gordy way above everybody else. Oh yeah, for and sure. And then, Mark. and then I'll go Suge. Shug got yeah.
4: the numbers yeah. Shug was up there. got the numbers that the yeah. Temptations and all of them did. You
3: yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But but Barry Gordy is, I always put a certain respect on Barry Gordy, man. What he was able to do is, and then for how long he was able to do it. But I think like, you, like, you got
5: you to look put at it, on top Shug of it. got up. cut short. I, I would be that, one. That's that
1: my point. Yeah. Dre
4: on top of sugar, and the reason being is because you have to give Drake at least half oh, yeah. of Sugar's credit. Well, you got to give him give, all you
3: the credit that he gave him. You got to give him Easy's credit, right? You got to give him. E- well, from a production standpoint, Dre is easily the best. That's we ain't oh, got yeah. to talk about I mean, that. I'm talking about, what I'm executives. saying as an executive, right? Executives. Because then, in to some degree, yeah, I guess that's fair. But Barry Gordy is just. The guy hey, but
4: i did a, a number of, your of tracks that i did yeah I about to pat myself on the back i did over 15 million record sales just in the little time that I was there that I was just responsible for if you want to I got a question
3: pop. I got a question for you Reds so yeah what's your greatest record while oh, you changes, was on
4: t- changes by four. oh wow
3: well, you did do changes yeah changes the changes
4: shook me and shook then they had a fight I walked out of the visiting room wanting because He was mad at me. He ain't heard the song, never heard the song before before it came out. Guess why he's mad at me? Because he found out that Steve Stouts and Um Trackmaster was involved in it. He said, you oh, they did do changes, huh? And they did do changes. They did changes. He's like, You let though you let them mess with Park. He hated the East Coast. Uh, I was Man. like, Shit, I don't know. But that was that Shit, song was that, a hit,
3: though. That was that actually ended that up being that graded out was, was 10 million units. And day. and and it's one of the most important Five pop songs. Like it's special. Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. It's a good point. But what's funny is
4: that song. That's also if it wasn't for Reggie Wright.
3: But what happened to Def Row, Though, right? What happened to Def Row after Dre left? Wow. That's why I was smart. You went to the Track Masters. That's why it's smart.
4: Because no, I can't take credit. Let me just say this: I can't take credit for taking it to tra- track to track Masters. That was Tom Wally doing. Oh, yeah. Um,
3: who runs Tom, state state now. Yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom Wally, was trying to sign you know, me. Shout out to Tom.
4: All the way. But if I wouldn't have fought Shug on it, it wouldn't. he wouldn't have allowed it to happen. Yeah. And, and Shug had to approve everything. And Shug was dead set against it to the point where he saw me Then he had tears in my eyes and get out and leave where he called me back in and said, Reggie, if you want to do it,
3: do it. But, but people going to hate you for it. And they didn't. Who the fuck? Could, that's one of the most important Tupac songs. Like it talked about his life. It talked about every like that shit was great. Now you that, know what's a people, record that I wish don't y'all know pushed?
4: That, verse that have been out before. I think Heaven got to get over. Yeah, 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 like yeah, that. yeah. But but yeah, how
3: they flipped it made it yeah. better. You know what's exactly. my favorite? What's funny is my favorite Tupac song is During Your Tenure. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. I the right.
4: one that had the realest in there in the booth and all of that. Went and got that red and white, made it all in red. You know, the whole video shoot this in all red and stuff, and darkened out everything. Uh,
5: that was you, know, all, you know. Speaking yeah. of, um, you know, Tupac, whose idea was it for Eminem to produce that album? One more time, whose idea was it for Tupac for um, Eminem to produce that one Tupac album? He was off of death row
3: already at that time, I believe. Who are you talking about? He's um, talking about Tupac. the Tupac album that Eminem worked on.
4: Oh, oh, that was Tom Wally and uh, that's probably and Tom and so yeah, Tom and
3: yeah, Tom and Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like a no-brainer. But changes—that's that's funny. I didn't—I forgot that. That's during uh, your change I'm telling you, Suge Knight wouldn't—he
4: wouldn't even allow that—that—that that, that music to went to, to, to. No, is massive. that
3: actually—is that actually the biggest Tupac song? If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall, then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with Intelligent 4x4
0: and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
3: Well, where did, where did, where did the, the chances start at? It may be, up to be the
0: room. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque.
2: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We don't
4: know because it was on the Greatest Hits album.
2: What happened is
4: we contribute two new songs to the to the album and the estate. You know, which when I say the estate, I'm talking about the stuff that he did with um with um you know prior to coming to Death Row. They did two new songs on there, and then we had and then we did twelve. We did either 11 or 12 uh, of of his, you know, the best songs that was on uh, Machiavelli and uh, uh, um, uh, All Eyes on Me. And then they did the ones from, you know, Brenda Got a Baby and all of that. So that's how we did The Greatest hits. We did 12 songs. They did 12 songs to make it a 24 a double CD. So Mm. we must only did 10. And then two new songs. So that was The Greatest hits album. But that's how that album was put together. But what was mm. the question? I don't think I answered your question.
5: Okay. Um, Tupac Schengen, um, G. It's 32, I see it. Yeah, um, check this out. Gold in Belgium, gold in Denmark, gold in Germany, gold in the Netherlands, New Zealand gold, Sweden platinum, Switzerland gold, um, United Kingdom platinum. And this man sold 600,000 units in the United Kingdom. And if you know the market over there,
3: that's crazy. That's
5: like somebody selling on the island, bro. Those are yeah. Beatles type numbers. Like you just yeah. don't like because to go, um, because the certification in Ireland, bro, is only like ten thousand or something like that. It's a small island. Yeah, but, know, ain't ain't buying, but ain't
3: nobody buying. ain't nobody and ain't nobody buying hip hop either. And ain't
5: nobody buying hip hop. That's what I'm saying. They got a lot of people out there, but they're not hip-hop in our niggas man, I man, fuck with you. so that means if he sold 600,000 units he wouldn't platinum in the uk if he sold 600,000 records though that means that people that weren't into hip-hop was buying his record well you Correct. gotta
3: think changes the kind of record changes was was what he needed at that point changes became like this kind of hip-hop joint that had a very broad appeal you know it wasn't like it, it's a special record it's funny when you think of it pete is that fair to say you know changes by tupac right no yeah that's just the way it is. Yeah. A bit. That's crazy when you think about it. Damn, that that, was, a, that right. was a
6: song that was by far like his most popular song like in my high school. Yeah,
3: but because but that's also why it did so well overseas too. It did really well. Yeah. That's pretty good, Reg. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what's yeah. funny? You, um, that's
4: a song I know when it never came out. We would have never heard. It might have came out when Eminem did it. Um, you know, the, the album that he did with the estate or whatever. They might have put it out then, but who knows they, they would have waited that long. Trackmasters probably would have took it somewhere else, you know. You know?
3: In Ca- in California is probably my favorite record from that time. Well, Unconditional Love is my favorite Tupac record. Okay. But I remember when In California came the out, one? I was like, yeah, with dads oh, yeah. when he was driving hey, Gangster. That, that
4: song with uh, KC and JoJo with um, MTA, I don't want to, you know, had you uh taken off that song and had KC and Jojo put it on there and had it released. Uh on Which what song what was that? Thugging you.
3: Oh yeah.
4: Thugging yeah. you with KC yeah. and Jojo. Now Joe yeah. was yeah. initially on there.
3: Yeah, and but, I understand you know, why she could be upset, but it's fucking Casey and Jojo for crying out loud. Exactly. Sometimes you gotta play ball. Um yeah. damn, I'm thinking about that. That's fucking crazy. I remember that he was driving gangster car from Santana all through that video. That that purple car was Gangsta Car, Baby Gangsta oh. Car,
4: and Baby one, Gangsta. World video?
3: And Dad's video in California.
4: Oh, California. Oh, what was that? That was Baby that.
3: Gangsta Car. Yep.
4: And then we took up, went up to Oakland. I went up to Oakland with him on that. On what happened? You know what?
3: Yeah. Did you do that? Did you, Did you do the Hammer project? No, what? Hammer did that.
4: He's Hammer. Pretty much took that album uh, when he left, and um, and he went in and put it out on his own. So y'all never got
3: point. y'all never got a hammer project. No. So Riggs, yo was we, doing we some cool
4: business. He just let him work down. Everybody hammer man.
3: People love hammer. They
4: look out for sure. I heard yeah. he gave uh put spike five thousand dollars on sugar books about you know a few months ago.
3: Dog yeah. Sh- listen, suge did really great things for people. I mean, we all none of us are above, you know, we all did our bullshit, but he did some really great things, and and people don't talk about that. Like I just, yeah. like I get it, but man, no, no one man is that fucked up. You know, he made mistakes like anybody else, but he did some fucking fantastic things that he's undercredited for. And I just wish people come together and just give you some flowers. This nigga mm-hmm. might not be with us forever. I don't want this nigga to die, and niggas to start Thank talking to good about him. Then give him the flowers. Don't do that, my nigga. Like, this man, is, he easily could not make it home. My mom didn't make it home, you feel me? Like, you might not make it home. Correct. So why the fuck can't we not talk about how great he was? Sure, I get it. I get it. How but is at his the health? end of the day,
6: huh? How is his health? I, I hear, like, things. It's a is lot it better like... than what it was. Yes. Yeah. Let me
4: just say that. He, he was on the streets and not taking care of himself. People don't know she'll have a bad case of diabetes. Bad yeah. case. And he was out there using the medication that the doctor prescribed for his father, to to uh, and he was just taking it. Figured they had the same genes or whatever, or it was working for him or whatever. But the one good thing about him going to prison is now once you go to prison, that's the ain't one thing you take for care yeah. to eat and going to see medical staff because you can get away from all the bullshit. You ain't got to go to and, work and, all of that stuff.
3: And he, if you shut the fuck up, you'll have a little bit of peace. Yeah shut the fuck up, you have some peace in that motherfucker. You're not yeah, yeah. stressed out. You're not running around with, with CB. You're not running around fucking with Lil Wayne. You're not running around chasing at the shit
4: that Smoking you on are... Cigars and drinking yeah, and all
3: of that. yeah, yeah. Stressing yourself out about what's going on. It's like you have no control when you're on the inside. That's, That's why true. niggas usually come home with black hair. Niggas come on from jail, they still don't be looking like old men. They don't even be stressed out. If
4: go, go to jail, come home looking younger than...
3: Because you're not stressed out with this these streets problems, the world problem, bills and silly shit. Hey Rage, so, can I ask Davis you about Lil Wayne real us. quick? Because you alluded to Lil
5: Wayne, was um Suge was making moves, and I know around that time was he trying to snatch Lil Wayne from cash money?
4: That's what his intent was, but baby saw it. Baby, I remember we was at the club the night before, and uh baby wouldn't even come over there and fuck with we were at the palms the night before that video shooting, and, and he just stayed away. So he knew what Sugar going. Uh, and he kind of looked up to Shug. You know, Damn, he would, he, yeah. I he used to call and you know, I used to connect them on the phone and he just was like, actually, all bite. these you motherfuckers know, all to... looked
3: up to Shug, man. Master P, to. all these, how not?
4: You had to. They weren't calling. They weren't calling. They were they were kind of lightweight dissing and stuff. Cool. You, you, you just told me what Mac 10 wanted to do with a song, you know, what he wanted to say. So they all I, don't, want, I don't,
3: I don't, but even, Ma- even Mac, even Mac don't have nothing bad to say. I think Mac wanted to sell records. Mac don't have nothing bad to say about Suge. Never. Like personally talking to him, ne- like never. Yeah, I, I don't think Mac I actually met no nigga. Yeah. I-, I don't think I met a nigga personally. Outside of his niggas, his own people that know him and feel, you know, how they feel. But well, most people personally don't have nothing bad to say about Suge. Outside of when the cameras on, when the cameras on, it's a show. And I and I've Dub yeah. C taught me that. That's the only thing you know? Shug
4: did wrong is he made a circle too big. You know, like LeBron James, he only take care of four niggas. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, he take care of those four dudes that came from college or three, however many it was, three or four. And he look out and make sure they all straight. Shug was trying to take care of too many dudes, and that's and that's what I think his problem was. He should have took care of about four or five dudes, and they supposed to kept him circled and isolated. And then mm. everybody else would just be like, whatever. But he was trying to take care of too many people. And then they all got envy of each other. And and, and you can't take care of everybody. Yeah, and they're gonna we fight to and they're gonna fight
3: they gonna fight for your love. They're gonna fight for it. They're gonna exactly. fight niggas gonna start telling you and that's that's what other niggas happened. saying about you and that's, that's just that's how, that's how it goes. happened? and I'd had to happen to me without without Suge's success. You know what I mean, where yeah. it's like people around start fighting for your attention and your and your recognition, and they start smutting other niggas around. Hey,
4: hey, when niggas is arguing and mad at the size of his ring and his chain, I'm like, why are you worried about that? You know, I, I just yeah. don't get that. Um, I didn't get, I didn't get that. When the last time you talked to Sug, Reg? No, it was about 2000, right before I went to jail. So I went in in 2019. So sometime in 2018 he called, you know when he called and he gave me a little snorting little snippet uh interview when he when he wanted to de- denounce that Ray J and um and um Nick Cannon didn't have all the rights, you know, like they were saying, and he said, if anybody got a deal for me to contact his girl Toy. And uh
3: he gave me that little interview and I and I put it out. Do you think shoot that down? Do you think that was the last like, time I talked to him? Do you think if somebody do you think if somebody wanted to make a TV show on Suge, do you think the powers that be would block it? Because I, I know the they were with, blocking it.
4: Man, Rick, L.A. Rick, um, I don't know, most of y'all know him, but he's like Suge. Um, he was like Suge, like a assistant or the guy that was making phone calls and stuff for him like that. He had him meet with, well, Matt Barnes now, had him meet with the, the with 50 Cent boss. And so that's what's always funny to me when they said, oh, 50 Cent need to do this or 50 Cent need to do this. Shig was on the phone with his boss, and he messed that deal up. My point being, too, there's people out there that want to do it, but Sugar got to humble himself, and, and I don't think he have enough time or have enough people out there to here gain that wisdom to, yeah, to to, to, um, to do that yet. And so that's why on Vlad interview about a year or two ago, I said, I need to leave Shig alone and let him go in there and do his time and give him about seven to ten years, and then he'll be ready to do it right, because now he'll still be clowning everybody, because he feel he he still feel like he's on top of the world. And yeah. sometimes we got to be humble, man. And I I don't see the humble in any at that time. I haven't talked to him in a while, and so maybe he'd be humble. He's more humble now, because if you think about it, we haven't heard from him in a while, so. Yeah. He may be on a humble tilt right now. But if you listen to the recordings that we released on Reggie Wright, uh, both sides of the fence, and, mm-hmm. and against the Chronicles, and he's still talking and laughing and playing niggas against each other, y'all see he, he's not humble.
3: Yeah, Shug,
5: yeah, Shug, shug man. Nobody knew him like you did, though. You was with him every day. He was his right-hand man. And you used to tell me about the trips you had to take up there. How taxing was that on you to be able to, you know, you're running a multi million dollar record company and you got to go check in with the guy that's the owner. How taxing was that for you? Was it every time that you said, man, this ain't worth it? Not until after.
4: Not until I came home and we went right back to the same bullshit, going to the clubs, getting in the fights at the gate and stuff like that. Um.
3: Oh, so you thought the first time it would have matured him and made him like, I got an opportunity, let me take advantage, and he came home just kind of still on, just too on. Yeah.
4: And so Damn. my point is, yeah, well, I don't, I don't like talking about him no more. I just wish he would have been a little bit more.
3: I'm yeah, born. yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, and, and this ain't about negativity. It's about no. I know. I can tell you. You are yeah, like big supporter of him, and I appreciate the love. And, 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 that a lot and of we and we not. supposed to though. And, yeah. and them niggas is whether they admit it or not. Them niggas is, you feel me? But again, everybody want to be what he was. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want to have that Lord. But I don't think we talk about his genius enough. I think we focus on the bullshit, and well, and it's know, some bullshit.
5: G- Gee, I'm going to tell y'all like this. I think it's very important that us as West Coast people, you know, exactly. platform. As West Coast people, we have to uphold the
3: Shug. Our Knights, legends. The Snoop Dogg. All of you them. Know, the dog pond, Every one because, of them. Because yeah, listen, we have to uphold them. And, and this is what drives me crazy, right? Is they celebrate Clarence Avon. If you know the stories of Clarence Avon, man, he ain't that different than Shug at all. He wasn't. He Ask Teddy it. Riley about Avon. Get some he's, he's the
4: one they call the Black Godfather, right? So it's they make on, all these uh, shit about
3: Netflix they make about Clarence exactly. And they make all it. these shits about their guys, right? And in all due respect to these coasts, because they're really intelligent at this, right? They didn't make a hundred documentaries about Illmatic. Mm-hmm. Jay Z's making documentaries about Rock Nation, you know Rockefeller. They uphold their people. Why shouldn't we uphold? Why ours? the fuck, fuck should safe. I not uphold? Like I'm not, and I and I don't have to lie. So when I'm on a, when I'm on the Breakfast Club and I'm talking about Suge Knight's contribution to hip hop, I'm not gonna lie for him. Oh, if we focus on the truth, the truth is he's a fucking monster with this shit. And what he was able to do, none of you motherfuckers could fuck with him at it, right. And it's the same thing with Snoop. If if Snoop is the greatest hip hop artist, he because he's the greatest cultural phenomenon that ever came from our culture. And that's people all. People say really we hate
4: on Pac when we say that, and I love All Eyes on Me. No, but no. I love Doggy Style more. I love but learning and, and, and it,
3: more. And it's not about that. Pac didn't get a chance, man. He didn't get a chance. Pac did five albums uh, prior to his death. No, no, I, I know, but you're you're talking about somebody that's been in this music business. For 30 years yeah. so, so, solidifying the legacy, doing great things. Man, I don't know what the fuck Pac would be doing in 30 fucking years. This would be a whole different conversation to compare oh, yeah. him to. Right? Pac, but I, I, I would tell you this, G. I truly believe I think he'd have stopped Pac rapping. I think he would have he'd approached have Will a- Smith status, dog. I think he would have been Will Smith right I now. I think he would have been fucking with niggas. He'd have been like, Man, you niggas is crazy. I'm not fucking with this shit. <laughs> you I think he have been making movies, dude. I think he'd no, have been. No, hands strong. down. He but he was already there. But but my point is. People will say that silly shit, you know, it's, it's silly. You know what I mean? They think it's about silly shit. My, the thing about Pac, he just didn't have enough time. Like, he just didn't have enough time. It's like Biggie. Like, he didn't have enough time. Don't get me wrong, well, Pac has more projects well, than that's Biggie.
4: that's crazy to me that he's getting put in the Hall of Fame, the rock and wall. They always want to do Pac and then do stuff for Biggie. Biggie don't have
3: enough track record because his people Because his people fight for him. They fight for him. They yeah. fight, and and that's how I feel about. I told my partner this two years ago. I say, man, I want to do something dope for Suge Legacy. I want to do something great for Dre's legacy. I want to do something great for Snoop's legacy. Hell, so, I want to do something great thing? for Warren G's legacy. I I don't know. He just got a he just got a star on the Walk of Fame like a couple days ago. It felt like you know what I mean. Snoop. Like after all this that time, was, Dr. No, Dr. Dre, Snoop, right? But I th- oh, yeah, Snoop. that Go was yeah, that was Snoop right. So, but it's crazy that. Like Dr. Dre should clearly be celebrated as the greatest producer, and it's P. niggas questioning it it. Dr. Dre because it's not about actually the hardcore facts. It's about how you campaign, and I think we don't campaign about the
4: Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. even then.
3: Even then, it's about even then it's about campaigning. Like you know, you've been a part of this business to be in the Grammy organization, you have to be a part of the Grammy mm-hmm. board and submit. That ain't simple. It's like we just take all the records and we pick the ones. No, you have to be a part. So it's the same thing with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and anything else. I think we don't go hard enough for our legends. Suge being a cardinal one, Easy e being another cardinal one as far as executives. These are probably two of the most important executives in the history of hip hop or music. And they're not celebrated like the other guys.
5: Yeah. Well, Tupac was um the first solo hip hop artist to ever be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you have to ask yourself: um, he if died. he died, yeah, if he wasn't deceased, if Snoop is not in the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, how the fuck Snoop. is Snoop not in this shit? That's how about in is Andre. How
3: should and not talk about? Me.
4: But how is Biggie in it? Forget all of that. How is Biggie in because it? They they because they can't, they can't pay for him.
5: him, Reggie. When I tell you, Glass has had a um. He had a thing. What's that room that you like going on? Um, Clubhouse. Clubhouse. We had a thing on Clubhouse where we did a versus for Tupac versus Biggie. I left that motherfucker after a while because it was so many New York people. They got the cheating, dog. Like, they had Biggie records that was beating Tupac records because it was all New York people in there voting. And yeah. I was like, this some bullshit. I'm just leaving
3: because <laughs> they, they go cheat. It's hard for us to ever be biased, right? Because if you liked hip-hop in the 80s, you grew up to East Coast fucking hip-hop. Well, Go gee, like,
5: gee, I was very non-biased. You see, I voted on the one on yeah, a couple of couple biggie yeah, records. Yeah. I said because, that
3: biggie record was better than this Tupac record. Because, because if you liked hip hop in the eighties, right, mm-hmm. then you grew up on East Coast hip hop. It ain't no getting out of it. But they didn't grow up on West Coast hip hop. They,
5: they was blatantly they, saying, Reggie, that oh yeah, I like that Tupac record, but I'm right with Big biggie. They and what's because funny is New, as-
6: New York people feel like they have. Some sort of profit sharing equity in hip hop in general sure. from New they and, and it's like there. yeah, it was, yeah. and they, well and that's they feel like because they were there and they were contributing to the culture that somehow somebody says it's better than this, than their guy's record that it, it, it like slights their own identity it's like like all the cigar lines are full of old guys from New York and all the same <laughs> thing it's so personal about it but Going what's funny is
4: in, in, in real time Peter?
3: that was Peter that's
4: talking like Thorne Baker talking. That's
3: <laughs> he sound <boosts> <laughs> like Sore. <laughs> wow! What's funny is
4: now Thorne got a lot
3: of he got a lot of smart That's what Yeah, thinking. man. He, yeah, he, I learned he's, a lot. He's, he's from, a good I learned dude. a lot from Soren. A he lot of Soren. is Soren is great at sewing my shit together when I have two ideas. He connects them like, oh, this is the person that. Oh, but let me say this: so the niggas in New York didn't even show Biggie all the love in real time. That's my like point. niggas was dissing Biggie, like I was looking that shit up, and I was like, a lot of niggas was L-L dissing L-L was Biggie.
4: more than selling more than Biggie back then. Mr. But Smith again, did better. Mr. Smith did better than uh, Ready to Die.
3: I remember that. And niggas sleep and niggas diss LL a lot. New York do not put enough proper respect on the legend that is LL Cool J. I, I've always said that, That's like true. LL was everybody's nigga. We all, everybody around the country, loved LL. LL,
6: well, it's fucking like, L. You, well, you, you guys, artists out the Queens? You guys all know, like, and he had
4: MTV on lock, on lock.
6: To give you like an idea, like the media bias, though, on it, like as far as yeah. the 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 purest, you know, paradigm and all that nonsense, like the chronic got, like. Job for a Grammy for Onyx's album. Onyx's album mm-hmm. over at Chronic,
3: yeah, and the Chronic was like politically driven. Still to go with everything, yeah. The right. Really good
6: the, we
4: social stands. We beat Garth Brooks, a country, a country act with Doggy Style.
6: Yeah, but Garth Brooks, I'm from that. New York.
3: Sure. <laughs> well, he, they wouldn't. They couldn't compete at that time.
6: Well, <laughs> they, Def Row Ro became Death Row we'll became. Garth Brooks yeah.
3: Well, yeah. I think yeah. Def wasn't
5: New York one of one of um Snoop's number one markets. Wasn't that one of his top markets? Country music? No, I'm no, talking Snoop. about Snoop Dogg when it's out. Wasn't New York one of his top markets for sales? Well, it had to be if you're gonna yeah, win yeah, there
4: people, before that. they started hating. That's why everybody always thinks it's the East Coast, West Coast beef was behind Death Row and Bad Boys. I always said no, it was the PDs, the, the radio directors that was the program directors that was that called that beef, they stopped playing. West Coast music. like like They didn't play like the West Coast PDs played. You came out here in Kelly or, or Texas or whatever, you heard Biggie music all day. Biggie was at the Palace at least once a month performing at the clubs out here in L.A. And you know
5: what, G? We should have shut that motherfucker down because that's what I always hated about L.A. radio. They was always on the East Coast nuts, man. And you go back East, dog, they wasn't trying to support us like that. Nah. They didn't they know. Who to us is. Like Man, you, that, bro.
4: Most people don't even know who Sugar Free is on the East Coast. Oh,
6: hey, that's, a, that's a
3: no travesty. That's a hip hop travesty to not enjoy the brilliance of fucking Sugar Free. Dude, like n- you, name you, like, name somebody not- who's.
6: Guys, I, all, all, he's got what? Four features albums. He's got five solo albums. Name a track. That Sugar Free's been on, where the other guy on the track, no matter who the hell it was, sounded as good as him on that track.
5: Yeah, Sugar Free kill everything he come on, man. Yeah, I don't was, think really Sugar Free. What's well, funny is Sugar Dictionary,
4: Free is uh, such an underrated uh, man, huh? rapper. Like, the, he, but he he's. he Go past Arizona.
6: Yeah, you right, For sure. He stops at Tucson. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Stop right in Arizona. But what's, what's surprising is how many people are discovering him now on the East Coast on their own. Okay. Like, a lot of my partners, they like. Yo, that sugar-free shit is dope. But but also, I think that's our fault. We have to do a much better job of carrying our culture. That's true. East. I mean, down, we don't do a good job of
4: that. And, uh, and Too Short had the pimp and stuff back then. Yeah, if he was yeah. to listen to that, we would go listen to Too Short or Drew Down. Or Man, I too ain't going to lie.
5: One
3: nigga they fuck with back in New York. They fuck with yeah, Too Short. Too Short New York. is the original. Short is the original. Oh, yeah. It's too Short, too. Well, short but the fuck of And our he days. was
4: smart. I don't know if he got ran out of Oakland or he just migrated to Atlanta. But by going to Atlanta, I think helped
3: him a lot as well. Well, well, he talked to me about it and he said he ended up down there just on some like saving money shit. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth. Let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there. Keep going. Because with Intelligent
0: 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
3: save him he, like he, he like in he, LA, he, right yeah he, he you know he's right? from a, he's from l.a. to a teenager. he moves up to oakland he's doing his thing with dean and them and all the guys and he's popping but it's a time where things is getting dry on the west coast after Pac, right things is getting dry it's not a lot of opportunities he said he went down there he said he liked freak nick he went he the bras, but he said when he went down there and looked at the cost of living he said hmm <laughs> I need to, you know, he right. made a financial decision and it okay. ended up being one of the greatest business decisions he made. It was to save money, but he ended up in where little John was starting to really, you know, yeah. knock could you it kinda, down. Could you kind of make
6: they... the same case for like Pimp C going to Atlanta, not for the money because it's cheaper in Port Arthur than anywhere in the universe. But like he stumbled into Atlanta at the right time to help his career. He did. Yeah, yeah was short.
3: Right at the right time. But short has always seemed to find himself, historically, in the right places. Well, short, yeah. short got to have a favor with God teams, or something. So gee, oh. But gee, yeah. he's
5: a good dude. Because I hit him the other day. Whenever I hit short, he's one of the OG rappers that hits me right back immediately. If he don't hit me ice, back that day, he me like right that. back. Ice I like respect that. that because I know a whole bunch of these dudes and they take like two weeks to hit you back. And it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping. But short is
3: always the same person. Ice T is the same way. I I know Ice T. I'm like Ice Man. I got an idea, man. Tell what you think about this. He's like, all right, give me a second. I'm on this SVU set. The nigga is responding to my text message on a set of a Hollywood TV show. So, right. I mean, there's there some people who take their role. and re- I think Snoop has gotten better at taking his role as an elder a lot better. Like it was a time when it was real bad. When we first came in the game, it was like fucked up. Snoop what well, You know, even...
5: one thing I will say about Snoop G, and I'ma say this publicly. Um, and I'm not saying this because he has to do it, but it's kind of like um it's one of the things I'm talking about. Eight asked Snoop to come on the show and he hit him with, he just looked at him, and said, I think about it. But if um them dudes, Gilly and them, hit them back east or whoever hit them back east, you would see Snoop pop up when they step You got to remember who right. you
4: in bed with, though, uh, Norm. You in bed with James. Yeah, you know. Reggie, right? Yeah.
3: And, you can't and, be over there. Right them right now, we've been up. on
4: his head a little
3: bit. Yeah, them niggas been talking bad about dog. I don't like that shit. Y'all niggas yeah. can say that shit for the other niggas, but I yeah. mean. No, we don't <laughs> talk. Nobody really talk
5: bad about Snoop. Reggie yeah. had one I tried to thing to say the about way, Snoop the ball, the ball, the Strike, the strike. But Yeah, because they,
3: Snoop told a story about some things Reggie called him, it. him out on. It. Yeah, so then he not finna come do your show. He not fucking with you, nigga. You can't yeah. just be over there talking about the dog. Yeah, you Norman know <laughs> Steele ain't saying nothing about the dog, no, nigga. You, 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 it's not Norman still You not the only. Time. You not, but you. It's not just you. It's James. It's his past. It's it's got somebody looked up to. And I'm gonna tell you this, the honest to God truth. Snoop
5: know may be Six seven months ago, eight months ago, he reached out to James through you know Fonby through the homie Joseph Fonbe, right? So we got a bridge with each other. He reached out to James through Fonby, but he never called James. He asked for James' for number and everything. He just never called him. He'll figure, I mean, he'll do things on his time. But, but all them dudes got a lot of history. Hold on, G, let me clear this up for somebody to run back. Snoop is not obligated to come on the gangster chronicles
3: or nothing else. He's the motherfucking dog. He can do what he wants to. He's the king of the coast. But I don't think it's he don't fuck with the coast. I think, like, the more I get about Snoop, and you know this is crazy, and this goes back to Suge even more. He created probably one of the five most popular people on the planet Earth. Now, it it don't seem as popular as it is, right? But who's more popular than Snoop? Mickey Mouse?
5: I got major love for Snoop. Michael (laughs) Jackson?
3: Jesus, maybe? I mean, because Jesus is so many different Jesuses. So, I don't, Jesus, don't know what you
5: j- said, don't Michael start Jackson and,
3: Jesus. And and Jesus still, uh, well, cause I, cause, because because Jesus because we don't all share the same image into Jesus.
4: But we know we all know who Jesus is. So Jesus, being a
5: real disrespectful, right?
4: Now.
3: I'm not. I'm I'm really careful with my words. Mickey Mouse, Michael Jackson, and it's gonna get thin. With niggas, and and and, and again, I had to realize this fucking with him, and I tell like I, I told him that just like don't get Michael Jordan. Hmm Michael Jordan and Snoop might be the same. Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant and yeah. Snoop might be the same.
4: Yeah, they might be. Michael the same, Jordan,
3: nah. no. Michael Jordan and Snoop Last might be the same. Look.
4: Michael Snoop
3: Dogg is as popular as Michael Jordan.
5: The hell no. Nope.
6: Yes, not, not even close.
5: Probably yes. more more popular than Michael Jordan. Yes, I think Kobe
3: no. Bryant. Most people like, don't even know who Michael Jordan is. They know about Jordan shoes. They don't know they're Michael Jordan. They don't know shit about Michael Jordan. Snoop Dogg is Snoop Dogg.
4: People don't know. Mike Lee made Michael Jordan.
3: Exactly uh, the yeah. stupid ass fucking commercial and the fucking <laughs> Gatorade. Hey, we was just talking about Mike the other day. Mike is the greatest scoring guard ever. But uh, we, we this is you'll, you'll dig this, and I got to get up out of here. You'll dig this. Scottie Pippen has been complaining about how Michael Jordan has been pushing his narrative. Right Great. now, right after winning the championships, Michael Jordan was a lot more grateful to Scottie Pippen, you know, and Dennis Rodman. He you know, I always tell people I grew up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an infant of the eighties. Right. So I remember the eighties and I remember what niggas would say about Jordan niggas didn't have the highest praise. None of that shit. It was like, Oh, that nigga dunk, He could score. That's all you get. But in the nineties, when he started to win, right. They got Scotty, Scotty started helping them and they, they start putting it together. They put their run together, came back the second time. Shaq put work on them. They got Robin to put their second run together. Right. After that, People didn't start saying Michael Jordan was the greatest until after he retired, because you got to remember like magic Johnson, you had just watched magic Johnson dominate the eighties. You went, you watched him won five chips, three MVPs, two finals MVP in, in the finals every other year, you know, nine, 10 times you had seen domination before you wasn't that far removed from what bill Russell had did in the sixties. You wasn't that far removed from greatness. So, Michael Jordan was challenged when he had three rings. People was like, yeah, that's cool. You got three rings. That's, that's nice. And and the second three people was like, cause I remember watching, I was like, when he won his title, he retired. I was like, he might be the best. So I think he got a time to sit with it since 98 and decide like, yeah, my might, I'm really the best. You know what I mean? And then it's been going to his head and, and, over the time, he's been doing really weird stuff to me, you know, last Dance and all this stuff where it's like, you're making this a little too personal. We already made it about you, nigga. We made it about you. We did that for you. But when you start doing it, for, it's like when LeBron called himself the best basketball player on the planet. My nigga, I've never in my life heard nobody say that. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, never heard nobody say I'm the best basketball player on the planet. So when you start making it about yourself, you almost put yourself in a position now to where people was like, hold up. And so Scotty is like, wait a minute you didn't have a winning season until I played with you. Right. So I compared it to, I said, Michael Jackson is Michael Jordan, but Scotty Pippen is Rod Temperton. The way we remember Michael Jordan at the highest level, right. Is because what do
4: you of Scotty Pippen though. What do you think about with Scotty Pippen punking out? And, 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 and uh, uh, when they had that boy from the, that um, number seven, I can't think of his name. The the, the 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 European player that they had on the oh, team. kuko you, 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 you mean
3: you mean when Field drew the play up for him instead of instead of Pippen. And he went. Yeah, down the bench. what what I remember about Scottie Pippen is when he was guarding Magic Johnson and we lost to the motherfuckers. That's
4: nineteen. That's what I remember.
3: Ninety one. I re- I remember that. Ninety one. I remember that, and it hurt my Ninety-one. heart. So I'm, I'm aware of exactly who Scottie Pippen is to the T, but Michael Jackson, right? Michael Jackson without "Rock with You" in the Thriller album and "Thriller," the song itself, that video, he's Prince. Thriller, yeah, Thriller. He's Prince. He's Prince. He's Prince.
4: Without Thriller. Without Thriller. He was bigger than that before Thriller. Didn't he do the Pepsi commercial before Thriller?
3: Well, remember all when he burned But Remember that, that? Remember that's part. That's Rock with You. My point so without is, Wich- so without, Thriller. B- so I'm saying rock we rock Wich- was Michael before
4: getting his hair catching on fire from 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 from
3: uh, from the Pepsi commercial I, I, before Thriller. B- but, but I still think he was just ours at that point. I still think he was just our community at that point. Like he was starting to get out there, but Thriller transitioned him into a place to where. Where go, Noah?
5: I'm up. I was looking. At the <laughs> with the sleep I'm on. researching <laughs> some
3: stuff. He transitioned. He transitioned. <laughs> He transitioned into a version of him. Like, we never seen that before. We had never seen what Michael Jackson had became after Thriller.
6: But then he showed you in black or white. No, no, ah, not that fucking he, asshole. He was. No. He <laughs> literally, literally I'm changed saying, his face digitally like a 100 times in the video, I'm saying.
4: <laughs> Remember Thriller? It, he didn't have a Neo writer's album for him or or, 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 or Chris Brown. Also, they he needed his songs, Usher. S-
3: so he they needed a Scotty the Pippen. Songs that he would have. So in other words, you're saying he needed a Scotty Pippen. He needed Rod Temperton.
4: Yeah.
3: I think he that's why right writers around him. When he tried so to go to ver-
4: Rodney, Rodney and the down.
3: And it didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out. Yeah, but but that's out. my but that's my point, though, right? Is the Michael Jordan. So not us who watch sports, right? Who watch basketball. We know Michael Jordan as a scorer. We watch him do his thing. But the way the rest of the world hold him, his marketing tag, what you talk about is six and oh. You talk about the fact he's 6 0. You talk about his MVPs. You talk about that type of dominance, right? That's. Well, you, you know, we
4: got soccer players bigger than Michael Jordan.
3: Yeah, yeah. Messi and I'm them old, all. Old of them. all yeah, yeah, yeah. All the oh, guys yeah. yeah, yeah, out of, yeah. yeah. of the country. Those, yeah, but two, th- those guys are mega big. Them niggas might be Snoop Dogg size. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> niggas might be Snoop Dogg size. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Suge Knight, man. Suge got that shit right. When he got it right, man. When he got it right, he got it right. When I say you should got it right, he got it fucking right. The times he got it right, Snoop, he got it right. They got that. Him and Dre got that shit right. Like, I never give Snoop just credit. You know, the monster that Suge and Dre created was Snoop Dogg. You got to give him credit for the chronic. You got to give him credit for Doggy Style. You got to give him credit for Murder Was The Case. You got to give him credit for the dog food. All, this is all I all like on me all, Man, in the contract, mm-hmm. now every now see you be on Bond first, so niggas gonna talk bad. But in the contract, I've never seen this shit. Even when I signed the cash money, I didn't have no shit like this. In the contract that Tupac hand wrote, we're gonna do a podcast about this. That Tupac hand wrote, well, he well, wrote,
6: I've been teasing this David episode for it, a year,
3: go ahead. right? No, I'm talking about the one that he wrote in his handwriting, okay? Right? He wrote feature with Snoop Dogg, Andre. And then he had the one remix song by Dre. Yeah. Who he the wanted, fuck puts another rapper? That's how great that monster that sugar and Dre created is. A uh, stoop dog. Well, he definitely A nigga like. With
4: them. He, 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 he knew it. saying, I'm only coming there. if I work." This with is why I'm
3: coming. And I've said this on The Breakfast Club and the nigga got mad at me and obviously every Tupac fake fan because I'm a real Tupac fan. I actually really grew up listening to Tupac music. I'm actually a fan of him. It actually bothered me when everything happened to him. Like I've, I've been a fan. But what kills me is when I told people, if you look at his book list in prison. But you do a, but you do a video giving homage to Baby Lane. I don't, it's I'm not homage. Mess no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing Damn. with <laughs> you. Know, I but know people really people but say, people but feel like, really people feel feel like it's cold, hot cold. because they really feel like it's homage. It's just like, bro, you can't even tell... Tupac would have loved my fucking song. Right now, he's in heaven. Like man, that nigga hard. He like yeah, that but,
6: nigga hard. But because because no one supports your coast. I mean, no one made Biggie must die from New York, did they? Who the fuck and even know what happened to
3: Biggie? Everybody that know what happened to Biggie, you don't. I don't even. I wouldn't even know what this. That's not some street shit. Niggas don't really fucking know. I never heard that story in the streets. The first time I heard it was on the internet, and, and I heard Rednem talk about who might have did it. I Don't even know what's the motivation. I don't know what happened. That's not some like street shit that you don't hear about like that's like high-level shit. That was like some shit. Well, Reg's First right off, here. What happened to Biggie? Nigga, he wasn't there. I wasn't there. It had nothing to do with that shit. So don't you start. Reg knew that. what happened to listen. Reg knew what happened to Pac five minutes after it happened. He knew what, he knew who did it and what happened. We all knew. What happened to Pac? Suge knew what happened to Pac, right on the spot. Every, we we knew all knew.
4: Player. We didn't know the we didn't know the people, but we knew the the area. And, yeah, we knew
3: what it was about, and yeah, we knew the about. people. Like in the night, that night, people was like, "Oh man, you heard the story? You heard when a nigga got jumped? Like the shit was calling back. It's normal. So Biggie shit was so next level. You know what I mean? That it was like that was like a real hit. That's not like no upset nigga that just got into a fight. That's like oh, no. somebody knew no. what they was doing. You know what I'm saying? They knew what they was doing. But mm-hmm. the point I'm saying is Tupac understood what Suge was able to do with Snoop. He knew if he got next to Snoop and saying the shit he was saying, it was over. He knew it. If if he Because when you heard it, he was like, oh, shit. You could hear Tupac a million. I've heard Tupac way before that a lot of times. First record, second record, third record. All the records. They were great. But when he stood next to Snoop and was saying that shit, it almost gave you a measuring stick where you could be like, oh, shit. That's what y'all? Man, it started being... Di- it's it's like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Look at that shit there. Snoop that was and high. Pop knew it.
4: He was this high that day. Oh, man.
3: Snoop is so it fucking is great, high. man. Snoop is so awesome. And I love, and what's funny is, speaking of that, I'm going to say this and I got to go. I'm gonna say this I got to go. Um, You know who cussed me out the most about Tupac Must Die, the song?
4: Mob James?
3: No. My, James actually just explained oh, okay. to me in a, yeah, he explained yeah. to me in the most simplest voice and told me how it hurt his feelings and, you know, how it was like digging him. Like, that actually probably made me feel the worst. When he described it to me, I was like, damn, that do sound up. Like, I didn't even think about it like that. But you know, cussed me out the worst, the nigga who Pac talked the worst about Dre. Oh, really? Dre had the most tongue, like the most lip for me when it came down to it.
6: Oh well, man, I he you talked said shit. Corrupt really fucking laid into you. But he for was like drunk. An hour. But he was, like, Y'all was he was
3: here was, when Corrupt was so when, when so when OG drunk, like, I'm not really, I'm like, oh, he drunk tripping. You feel me? But Dre really tried to make me feel bad. Like, I mean, he was like, man, why the fuck would you do that? I'm like, do what? Like, what's the problem? Man, why are you saying fuck this nigga? I didn't say fuck Tupac. Nigga, I never, who the fuck would say fuck Tupac? Like, what are you talking about? Like, he just did not, it was no matter what the song was about. How I told him, like, yo, the song is not negative towards Tupac in no way. It's not disrespecting his legacy, it's not disrespecting him. It's telling a gangbang story that he happened to be involved in. It didn't matter, Reg. The nigga wanted me to apologize. I'm looking at that nigga like nigga, you didn't slap deep orange. You didn't, didn't fuck easy. All this crap shit. You want me to apologize about making a re-? and he was serious, Reg. It wasn't nothing, he was so serious. He talked to me cause, like my grandfather some something, bro. He was like, yeah, so listen, Glasses. This shit is not cool. I'm like, Doc, because you almost said that. How you telling me about what's cool? I'm thinking to myself like, nigga, what? And I'm listening, and he gave me the most shit about it. I told you, Quick Andre hates the drama. Well, how the fuck is they always dissing the shit out of somebody? I know, huh? <laughs> Ain't but- that a bitch? That's what killed me with all these niggas. These niggas be mad well, at me been about been so my ideas. No, no, no. See, that's that bullshit, Rich. You can't raise niggas on this shit and get mad when niggas be on this shit. I'm on this shit, Reg. How a nigga can't be mad about two. I'm a fan of Tupac. This is. I swear, when I wrote the song, I t- I call still, I said, I just wrote this song that got Tupac energy in it. Like this is a kind of song. You know, he people can't get
4: mad at you. The people that get mad at you probably are the ones that be over there pumping up KPD talking about he's a comedian and he's funny and he need to have stand-up, stand-up comedy and
3: all of that. So. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Like, But but you know also we also grew up in a society where we feel like we have to take a side. I don't got to take nobody's side. Two niggas got into it niggas died. That happens right. all my whole fucking life. I don't know no other way. I ain't never got to take a side. N- nigga, niggas ain't like from the seven so my point is Crips, that's
4: one thing about Crips boy they loyal to the soil yeah you know,
3: I don't
5: know Spider about that
4: Oak, all of them they said the same stuff
3: man check this out Spotted from east coast I'm from 7th street we got the sevens in common that's the sevens Seven, most sevens than that so I don't feel like I'm taking baby lane side of picking baby lane and I don't you did. how you did I didn't make vape. Listen, he did it from his point, point of together, view past. Right. because every last person had told the story from Tupac's point of view. The story has always been told that some nigga that just was a hater that was jealous did this. That's the only I story. You, I, I think people
5: more was more upset because there was some inaccuracies and in inaccuracies in the video oh, that made me like it's you to was showing point. a little side, favor- but, but, great
6: job
3: but, but but you have to make it a little inaccurate because if you actually say that if you act if I go out of my way to say hey nobody took Trey Chain it really looked bad. He didn't take Trey Chain. That's not he the point. It. Again, it looks really bad. Because then it looked like just some gang shit.
5: Well, that's what it was.
3: No, no, it's not. It, it was because of Tupac felt his loyalty to death row. It's not just as simple as I'm not saying Tupac wasn't claiming the mob. Obviously, fucking Stevie Wonder could see Tupac was claiming the been mob.
4: He was loyal to who he was around.
3: But he I, was I'm loyal. Claiming the mob. I think he's been loyal to who he was with. And But that's my point. That's, that's where I was getting to. But he was loyal to the niggas that was. He had never felt that kind of love. Correct. I know how this gangbanging shit work, yeah. man. Niggas take you in, and you know niggas will do anything for you, man. It's a different feeling that he was able to feel being a part of this shit. That's what all these niggas really want. So when you look got at the niggas shit,
4: around do thug life, they
3: yeah, want to, yeah, he was loyal to them, 40s, yeah. Because and then you got to remember the 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 out the the, the, the the he was the richest nigga in the thug life movement. You know what I mean so he Correct. got some niggas off the corner, some niggas from forties, right? That was with it, but. When he got with Dev row, you got with the mob. They got real paper and they was some real goons. They was with all the bushes. So, and they like, yo, we will do whatever you want to do to these niggas, man, that type of love and power. You know what I mean, like I get why. So, but that's why I'm also really careful with telling the story in a way that fits why. So you don't look at it like it's just some bullshit or, or oh, well, if they didn't, if they don't take the chain, what am I mad at? Because two gang members got into a fight? No. So you make the story simple. You make it digestible for people. And you say, okay, yeah. this is why he was upset. Because this chain was taken from this person. It's not Attempt about it did they not take. It. Attempted. It. He, he did not take the chain. Okay, okay, okay. I just got I'm to put telling you. Because people hear stuff, they runs with it. But it's not the point. It's When niggas tell this story, all these crackers telling these stories. My bad, Pete, you're not a cracker. But when these crackers tell these stories, dog, you feel me? <laughs> They don't fucking call them niggas and say, hey, this I'm making a compelling story because if you make it look like that, then you can understand Tupac's rage when he found out the nigga was around. This nigga yeah. had done wrong to somebody he was loyal to and a label. And a label that bailed him out of jail. So I made the story simple. If it's just oh, a game, fight, job. yeah, but I'm if like it's you just I
4: got the Cadillac, the white yeah. Cadillac and everything.
3: But I, 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 I don't like that title, though. I hated that title the title was like a movie thing but i understand but the thing is i don't think i took uh baby lane's side i think i told hip-hop all about reg and this is something you can relate to because you know about hip-hop you've been in it long enough and you've seen it it's about giving a voice to the voiceless the miss and not an unre and ill represented people that's not represented you know what i mean so when you hear a story and all you hear is oh He's a hater, or this nigga, this that, and the third, or this nigga, and you're like, well, no, I understand how we live culturally, and why you feel like, man, if if, if that happens to Baby Lane, and he comes back to Compton, do you know what niggas is gonna say about him? If he became I a mean, legend.
6: Like, no, I'm say, this- no,
3: no, not 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 after if he does nothing.
4: Oh, oh, if he didn't do nothing. Oh, yeah, they had to retaliate.
3: Had to. Yo, baby, mama gonna be like, man, man, you let that rapper, you didn't know when that rapper nigga did that shit to you. I always say that. I
4: said, you hey.
3: can't walk around the
1: shirt with a, a, a white beater on
3: no more. Oh. <laughs> imagine imagine going, Sol- nigga. Imagine if Soldier Boy slapped you across your face and you don't do nothing. Who Man, Ranger, you, Soulja- if Soldier Boy slapped me across, and I'm not calling Tupac Soldier Boy. I'm saying yeah. somebody that's not involved anybody with the lifestyle. Could, yeah. yeah, anybody that's not involved with the lifestyle. Like if Suge fired on me and I didn't fight shit back, niggas gonna make jokes, but I'm like it's Suge. It, I mean, it, it's, it's gonna be a certain way we're gonna talk about it. Exactly. But if somebody who you feel is not a part of the lifestyle, it, it had to happen. Bro, you got to do something. I didn't bro. think even if I would have known about it, I
4: wouldn't have thought they would have retaliated that quick. i be honest. I wouldn't yeah. have thought they would have retaliated there,
3: but in Compton. Yeah, they're gonna go crazy. But 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 I also I'm thinking like if this happens, are you because this ain't your first rodeo? You didn't like I'm sure Baby Lane didn't been jump before. This is part of the territory, you know. What I mean, maybe he hasn't, but I would imagine he has right. Them niggas would be for Santana probably since he was alive. At this point, right? Yeah. So you know, you've been jumped, but the type like of embarrassment, going. the type of embarrassments you have, you know. What I mean, when somebody you feel that's not affiliated with the culture, he right. We would have had a hundred jokes for him, Reg. A thousand fucking jokes. Oh man, niggas would have had a hundred jokes. That's like if soldier boy slap a nigga right. If soldier boy slapped dog reg, you know how many jokes you would be making about me? Oh, yeah. You know how many jokes me man, never told boy slap you like that. It'll be a joke that writes itself. So you know because all you have when you come from our community, that's the that's the moral of the story, morality. You know, when you come from our community, you have to protect your reputation. It's your most prized, you know, it's your most prized possession. You're right. You're right. Hey, yeah. Ridge, before, before we get out
5: of here, let's talk about your podcast that you got coming up for a little bit. of stuff we got going oh, on. Oh, you got
3: a motherfucking podcast. Yeah. Hold up, niggas. You trying to advertise on our show? Yeah, up, you got a podcast?
5: What's
4: called? Both so, sides of the fence with Reggie right now. And or the OG Gangsta Chronicles. We haven't
5: came up with the what we're gonna do. No, what well, well, he no. got two podcasts. He got one, because you know, Regs like to talk. Reggie be on there every night. So we got both sides of Reggie and We got the OG Gangsta Chronicles. We really and about to do Guess what's gonna be off. the first
4: episode we're gonna do? What's that? I don't know. But well, we're gonna do one about your boy Ice T. We're gonna tell the story. I gotta do to go tell the whole story about the robbery and all of that and getting the boy killed and almost going to jail.
3: Man,
4: you, know about that? you ever heard about that one glasses?
3: Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. the old the players uh-huh. and everybody. Niggas n- n- say shit happen. One thing about ice, they say some shit gonna happen. You ain't gonna play hey, them old niggas. That's why I fuck with you old niggas. Red, you old niggas is trifling, bro. <laughs> you old niggas, n- bro, will stabbing y'all. you y- y- generation stab hey, people. I see he, he he gonna do me be around talking about I dry snitching on
4: shit. Yeah, Ever yeah, since
3: I yeah. said that, I've been working on that. So, so my thing is y'all old niggas play different. You niggas stab each other and shit. Y'all look in each other's eyes. Y'all niggas some treacherous niggas. I don't really... You you listen to older niggas rapping shit. You niggas be talking about raping niggas. I'm not fucking with you old nigga. That's why if I ever had beef with older nigga, I'm just killing. I'm not going to try to negotiate or settle nothing because you niggas will do like treacherous shit to each other. Niggas cut each other's heads off and hang them on. like, bro, I don't know what are y'all doing. This is... We could just eliminate the problem. Y'all get out of hand and think y'all like from like Greece or something or like... You know, roam and do little silly shit. I don't know what y'all problem is. You niggas is treacherous, and I think y'all just traumatized from something happened to y'all or something.
6: No, it wouldn't that man. I think they're they're less removed from a meaningful like from a climate of meaningful war where they understand the value of ultimate victory.
3: I don't even know if ultimate victory them niggas be raping each other and shit. Them niggas different. It's an ultimate victory. (laughs) <laughs> that nigga, Dove C got a song talking about raping somebody with a hanger. I was like, first off, why are you thinking so somebody has that you first? got an issue? Wu-Tang was rapping about smoking charm and shit and all kind of crazy shit. I don't know the older niggas is different, but that's it, man. No ceilings up in this motherfucker. Good looking out, Reg. Make sure y'all check out that both sides of the fence. Reg, I want to hear some fucking police stories. You was a fucking police, so I want to oh, yeah, hear, we'll some, and I want you to tell on yourself. I want you to tell on everybody else. Now I want you to tell me that time you took that three birds from one nigga or something, or you let the wrong nigga I don't off. Know dirty shit like that. I, I need both sides of the fence. So you trying, why are you trying to
5: get my nigga indicted on this shit?
3: No, he, cause Red's going to tell him, he going to tell me everything. Daz did, Snoop did, Shug did. <laughs> tell me what you did. That's what, that's what it'd be dope. Cause Red's can really talk about fucking up and also fucking up both ways. If I'm telling it, that mean, I was there. I know, so but the, now I need you. So you was there with yourself. So I want to know the time when you tried to arrest that hooker, and she gave you some pussy. So you, I, I want to hear all them stories you know, that you now, got. You
5: arrested know a married man, and you know his wife Okay, I want to hear about the. I want to hear face about, face the, face hear face about face. when
3: the woman offered you some pussy, and you had to think all about right. it and turn it down. It had to be somebody fine. Somebody yeah, tried true. to almost corrupt you. Nobody's uncorrupted. This is horrible,
5: man. That's no. Serious. No, I want to hear <laughs> Reggie.
3: I want to hear Reggie talk about the times he was corrupted before he stopped his job. Everybody
4: That's what I'm hearing most
3: to, of. I just got out of prison. <laughs> they shouldn't even put you in prison for that dumb. You yeah. should sue them right now. That shit legal now. Ain't that some exactly. shit? Bullshit. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's
0: biggest paranormal podcast
3: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God,
6: we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.